We're now at that point of the year, it's February, and the initial excitement that most of us feel at the start of the year has probably worn off by now. And you might be feeling like you don't have the same motivation that you had before, or you're wondering, why can't I get motivated and why can't I build momentum to work towards my goals this year? What's wrong? What's going on? And so today I want to talk about why you shouldn't give up on your weight loss goals just yet, why it's completely normal, so normal to feel like this in February. And I totally get it. I've been there more times than I can count. I have been in that position where I feel like I'm not motivated. Why is this happening? What is wrong with me? How am I ever going to lose weight if I just can't get myself to do anything? Welcome back to another podcast episode. My name is Eloise and you're listening to Stuff No One Told Us About Weight Loss. On this podcast, we talk about strategies to help you not just lose weight, but keep it off for good. And so, as I said, we're talking about a reset and that's what we need. So we need to fully reset our goals and bring ourselves back to, okay, what do we want? Where do we want to go? And in order to do that, we have to recognize that where we are right now is completely normal. It's completely fine. There is nothing wrong with you. And not feeling motivated doesn't mean that there's something wrong. We tend to get into these moments where if we don't feel like doing stuff, we think that that means that what we're trying to do isn't right or that it's a sign that something's wrong and we need to completely shift our course. And that isn't always true. A lot of the time, especially when we're losing weight, so much of what we do is actually learning how to take action despite not feeling like it. And that is my specialty because I am not someone who's naturally motivated. I'm not someone who wakes up every morning and is like, hell yeah, let's go. It's taken me a long time to be able to build these habits and these routines that help me keep going even when I don't feel like doing it. And of course, there are days where I don't do much at all. (laughs) That's just life. But I've built that resilience where when I do have times where I've got no motivation or I'm not feeling very good on a certain day and I basically take a whole day off and just go, look, I'm going to avoid all my problems today and I'm just not going to deal with any of that stuff. I just can't deal with that today. That doesn't go on for weeks and months anymore. I'm now able to go, okay, that was a day. I'm now getting back on track today. And the big thing that I changed was my mindset around when I have those days, it doesn't mean something is wrong with me. It's completely normal to have these days. And I think not enough people are sharing the fact that they have those days too and that nothing is wrong with you. It happens. It's life. But what we need to do is build that skill of getting back up again and continuing on and being kind to ourselves and not judging ourselves when we don't act perfectly. And that has been a big learning for myself as well. Now, one of the interesting things that tends to happen when we start new goals in January or whenever we're starting them, could be any time of the year, but what happens is when we're fresh and when our goals are fresh, we tend to think about and focus on all of the possibilities and we focus on all the good things that are going to happen and how amazing it's going to be when we reach our goal and 
we set these big goals and like, I'm going to do this and I'm going to do this and it's going to be amazing and I'm going to feel fantastic. And then once we start doing it and once we've been doing it for a while, for example, 30 days later when it's now February, we start to get into this mindset where we're thinking about what we haven't done yet or we're thinking about why haven't we done it well enough or why isn't it working as fast as I thought it should or why is this harder than I thought it would be? And that thinking is what creates that lack of motivation because we're focusing on all of the things that aren't going well or the things we're not doing right and we're focusing on where we should be rather than where we actually are and what is actually happening. Notice how the difference there is in what we're thinking about and the way that we're looking at the situation. The situation is the same. We have a certain goal that we want to get to and we need to take certain actions each day in order to get there. That's the situation and that's the same in January as it is in February. That's the same on good days as it is on bad days. But the difference is previously we were thinking about all the amazing things that could happen, all the things that we are going to do. Whereas now when we're feeling unmotivated, what we're doing is we're thinking about all of the things that we're not doing or all of the things that aren't going according to plan. And we forget to think about well, what could go right? What have I done well? What are the things that I'm working towards and how great is my life going to be if I continue working towards that, regardless of how fast or how slow I get there? Just make note that it's the thinking that's different, not the situation. So another thing I've learned along the way is action comes before motivation. And a lot of us tend to sit down and think that, look, I've got to feel motivated before I do anything. And like I said before, when we don't feel motivated, we think that's a sign that something's wrong. This is definitely where I was. At the moment, I've been really enjoying my exercise routine. So if you follow us on social media, you'll know that I have a Peloton bike and I love to do those classes. I actually really look forward to them a lot of the time. And I've built this exercise routine that I look forward to and love, which is amazing because a few years ago I hated exercise. <laughs> so that in itself is amazing. However, this past week, getting on the bike just felt like the last thing I wanted to do. I just did not feel like doing it at all. But what's really interesting is I told myself, okay, I'm just going to get on the bike. I'm just going to start pedaling. I don't have to hit any certain numbers. I don't have to get a PB today. I don't have to go really fast or go really heavy or whatever. I'm just going to pedal through the class. And what happened is when I started warming up in the class, all of a sudden I started getting more energy and I felt like, yeah, this is actually fun. You know, the music's going, the instructor's talking to me. I'm like, yeah, I can do this. And then all of a sudden I went through the class as normal and I felt fantastic after that. That's just one example of how action comes before motivation. Once you start moving, once you get the ball rolling, it continues to roll and you start to feel better. I'm sure that you can think of moments in your life as well where that's happened to you too. You know, sometimes it's like when you're sitting inside your office or just sitting inside all day and then all of a sudden you go and you walk outside there's fresh air, you're moving, and you just start to feel like, wow, this feels good. And you sometimes you don't realize how good it feels to get moving, especially when we're sitting there, because that first step is often the hardest. 
And another thing with this is once we start acting, we start collecting small wins. If we can be like, wow, I'm really proud of myself for just getting on the bike, or I'm really proud of myself for just getting out the front door and taking a few steps forward, or I'm really proud of myself for drinking an extra glass of water today. Those small wins start to add up and they build momentum. And then you start to feel better and you start wanting to do more. But you have to allow yourself to do those really small things first. Because if you try to sit there going, well, I have to do all of these things and I have to do an hour of exercise and I have to eat perfectly today and I have to go to the shops and and buy all these groceries and I have to do all these perfect things. Well, of course it feels hard. Of course you don't feel motivated to do all of the things. Neither do I. (laughs) That's why I always focus on what's one small thing I can do right now? How can I get that ball rolling? And then you're going to start wanting to do more, but you need to start small and make sure that your expectations are in line with your current reality. And that's my next point. Often we feel unmotivated when our expectation of where we should be right now is so much higher than where we are. And this tends to happen a lot. We think, well, I should have lost the weight by now, or this should feel easy by now. Why does it still feel hard? Or I should be so much fitter than I am right now. My clothes should fit better by now. Why is it taking me so long? Other people seem to be going so fast. And all of that is what is keeping you stuck. All of that thinking. The big reason you're not getting to that next step and you're not getting where you want to go is because you're stuck thinking that you should be somewhere other than where you are. The reality is right now you are where you are. We can't change where we are right this moment, but what we can do is decide how we choose to move forward with that. What we choose to do with our current reality is what really determines our success. Often we expect that success is doing these big things perfectly 100% of the time. But that is so far from the truth. True success looks like doing small things consistently. And consistently doesn't mean 100% of the time. It means about 80% of the time or kind of most of the time. Success also looks like when things don't go according to plan, when you have those bad days or when you do make mistakes or you make decisions that you're not proud of, you're able to pick yourself back up and keep going without judging yourself and sitting there in that mistake. Because when we sit there and we dwell, that is what holds us back, not the mistake itself. And most of us just don't do this. We're not resilient. And that's why we keep quitting on our goals and we keep judging ourselves for not being perfect. And we sit there thinking, well, I should be motivated and this should be easy and I should be further along than where I am. But none of that thinking is helping you actually move forward to where you want to be. Another interesting thing that happens is when we sit there and we judge ourselves for every mistake, What we start doing is we start avoiding any situation that's going to lead to that mistake. And that's how our brains work. Like if you're avoiding things, it's kind of like your brain is just protecting you. So this leads us to get into that pattern of doing nothing. Our brains fear the backlash that happens when we go off plan. So if you're someone who sits there and judges yourself for making mistakes or keeps telling yourself that I should be further ahead, this should be easier than it is, 
then your brain's like, well, I don't want to think like this anymore. So if we just don't even get back on plan, then we can't fall off. It's like you can't fall off a wagon that you're not even on, right? So your brain thinks that you won't feel the pain of making that mistake if you don't even put yourself in that situation where you're getting a little outside your comfort zone at all. And logically, we know that that's not a solution because if we just sit there and we don't do anything, we're not going to progress in life. We're not going to grow. We're not going to lose the weight that we want to lose if we're not even trying. The self-talk, the way you talk to yourself when you make a mistake, that is everything. It really determines your success because if you're constantly beating yourself up all the time, it's going to be 10 100 times harder to reach your weight loss goal and actually maintain the weight. Make sure that you're removing that judgment and working on your thoughts about your mistakes. That's how we build resilience and that resilience is required. If you know that no matter what, you're going to keep going and you're going to keep experimenting and you're trying new things and you're getting curious about why you do things or why you don't do things or you get curious about why did I overeat that day? Why did I make this choice? Then that's going to lead to you growing and improving, which means that eventually you're going to get the results you want. It's practically guaranteed if you have that mindset. I think that that is really, really important and it's something that I've personally learned. When I was losing weight, it didn't happen in a year. It didn't happen in six months like what most of us expect it will. It took many years for me. I allowed myself that time because I knew that those two or three years means that I'm set up for the rest of my life. Sometimes you've just got to look at what's the long-term situation here. (laughs) What do I want long-term? Is it worth a couple of years going through the process in the right way in order to then be set up for life? Or am I just gonna keep chasing my tail and and keep chasing these quick fixes and these shortcuts and constantly telling myself that what I'm doing isn't good enough? So next I'm gonna give you a few steps to go through a quick reset that's going to set you up for your next month moving forward. And I am a big fan of doing these monthly resets. I think that Too often we sit there and we set a goal and then we never plan to revisit, okay, how's this going? Am I on the right track? What's happening? Am I doing this well? Am I not doing this well? Do I still want this goal? Make sure you plan in these resets periodically, every month, every two months, every three months, whatever works for you. But make sure that you have in your calendar on this date, I'm going to sit down and I'm going to assess how I'm going I'm going to look at my progress and I'm going to make a plan to move forward because it's really easy to feel stagnant and to feel unmotivated when you've got this goal and you're just forever working towards it and you're never tweaking the plan or looking at what's going well and what's not. It's really hard to move forward when you don't do those things. So if you're going to work along with me on this reset, make sure that you grab a pen, write down these questions. The first question is, what have I been doing well and what have I not been doing so well? So this question is really important because it helps you to find the little things that you have been doing well because they are there, but often we'll sit there and we'll tell ourselves, well, I haven't been doing anything right. I've fallen off track and I can't get back on and I'm just doing everything badly. 
But the truth is, always, every time, this is 100% of the time, the truth is there are things you've been doing well, you're just ignoring them. They're there, you just have to find them. The first thing that I want you to do when you're doing a reset is to acknowledge the things you've done well. They can be really small, they could be big. Make sure that you write down at least three things that you've done well this month. So then on the other side, you've got, what have I not been doing so well? Often we find it easier to write this one down, so I'm not going to really go into detail here. But again, we're, we're doing this judgment-free. So just write down perhaps little things that you want to improve for next month and what maybe didn't go so well this month, but don't sit there and dwell on it. Next, we're going to revisit our goal. Again, this is one of those things that's really important to, to keep looking back at our goal and going, okay, is this goal still relevant to me? Is it still important? Because sometimes we set goals and they're not really important and that's why we're not really taking the action towards them. So we need to make sure, number one, do I still want to achieve this goal? And if yes, if I do want to achieve this goal, why? Why is this important to me right now? What are the costs of not achieving this goal? If I keep going the way that I'm going and not achieving my goal, what is my life going to look like if I don't pursue this? Then on the other hand, how is achieving this goal going to impact my life? How is working towards this goal going to impact my life? Because I think a lot of the time we get caught up in looking at once I've lost weight, how will my life be better? The number on the scale, you losing weight, just the number changing doesn't impact our life at all. The difference is usually in the process we took to get there. So what are the daily actions that I take in my life now? What am I focusing on? How am I looking after myself each day? That's the impact of, on your life. And so I think really reframing this in the sense of how will pursuing this goal impact my life? That is where the magic is. The next question to look at is a tough one. Is there anything you've been avoiding? And this is a good one because we all avoid something. There's often very small things we tend to avoid, whether that's avoiding cleaning a certain area of our house or avoiding going to the shops to buy something or avoiding making an appointment. And so I just want you to think about what have you been avoiding lately and how can we get that out of the way and face it so we can move forward? Because often what we're avoiding is holding us back in a big way. And when it comes to losing weight, things that we might be avoiding could be stepping on the scale. That's a big one. Often if we think we've gained weight, we will sit there and we'll be like, well, I'm just not going to step on the scale this week because I really want to get my eating better and I want to lose a bit of weight before I step on the scale. And unfortunately, what that does is it means that we're not committing to the process. We're not being honest with ourselves about our current reality, meaning it's much easier to just continue avoiding it and continue avoiding the work. And this is a pattern that I've been in myself many times where I think, look, I just I'm not going to step on the scale because I know that I'm not going to like what I see. I'll just try and, you know, make some progress before I step on the scale. And when I feel better about how things are going, then I'll step on the scale later. And every single time without fail, when I did that, I just dug myself deeper in a hole. 
because I kept feeling bad about where I was. I kept avoiding the truth of my situation, which meant that I kept then overeating and I kept skipping the gym and I kept like doing all these things that just bundled up and made the situation so much worse. But then when I was like, look, I'm going to get honest with myself. I'm not going to avoid my current reality anymore because the number on the scale isn't going to change whether I step on the scale or I don't. Like the number is a fact of life. That's how, I, how much I weigh right now isn't going to change just because I don't step on the scale, right? And that's something that's, that's kind of interesting as well. It's really the way that you think about it. And sometimes it's the wake up call you need. It's the real like reset and refresh you need where you step on the scale and you're like, yep, okay, this is my starting point. This is reality right now. That's okay. What can I do now to move forward and feel better in myself? Sometimes we need to face what we've been avoiding in order to move forward. And until we face it, we will remain stuck. So the next question is looking at, was my initial plan realistic? If you haven't been following the plan, chances are the plan wasn't realistic because if it was, you would have followed it. Especially when we're losing weight, we think that, well, this is the plan I have to follow. If I'm not doing it, that means that there's a problem with me. It's not a problem with the plan because that's what you've got to do to lose weight. The problem must be me. I don't have enough discipline or willpower. What's wrong with me? Why can't I get motivated to follow this plan? And here's the thing. When you're losing weight, there is not one plan that works for everyone. There is a plan that you will follow and then there's everything else. And so you need to look at it and go, if I'm not following the plan, that's not a problem with me. That's a problem with the plan. <laughs> and we need to go back and we need to look at how can I change the plan so that I'm fully confident that this plan is doable for me right now. Because a plan that's doable for me last year is not necessarily the same plan that's doable for me this year. Likewise, a plan that's doable for me last month might not be doable for me this month because life changes. Life is not this stagnant thing that just stays the same. It ebbs and flows and your plans need to ebb and flow with life and with your life circumstances. You can force yourself to follow something and you can use willpower for a while. And that's often what we do when we jump into challenges or boot camps or try to follow meal plans and do all this stuff. We can force ourselves to do that for a while, but it doesn't last. It's not going to last for the rest of your life. Therefore, why are you trying to force yourself to do it right now? So really think about and make sure that you write down what is something that I'm 100% confident that I can follow through on over the next 30 days. And this doesn't have to be the secret life-changing weight loss extravaganza plan. It just has to be what's one small thing that's a little bit better than what I did last month. So with that, what is one or two small things that you can focus on this week to move you one step closer towards your goal? And when you're thinking about what those things could be, also think about what is something that I will feel proud of next week? And the final thing that I want you to do on this reset is to plan another reset date for next month to check in with what goals you've set this month and how this month has gone. Don't leave this reset just saying, all right, I'll just revisit this next month and we'll see how we go because we won't go. <laughs> 
that's pretty much guaranteed if you don't set a date for your next reset, it won't happen. So make sure it's in your calendar. Maybe it's the first of the month or maybe it's just 30 days from today. However you do it is fine. There's no right way to do it. But make sure that in about a month's time, there is a date set in the calendar that's set in stone where you're going to sit down and go over these questions and pretty much do another reset like this one. But looking at what you've done over this month, did it work? Did it not? If it didn't work, that is okay. And that is all part of the process. Sometimes we need to find what doesn't work in order to then find what does work. It requires those missteps. It requires those mistakes. It requires us to overeat, to learn, okay, that was too much. I need to dial that back next time. As long as you maintain that mindset of being curious, the mindset of how can I learn from what just happened? The mindset of how do I want to feel and how do I want to live my life? Those are the things that really matter and those are the things that are going to help you get to your goals. Stop worrying about where you think you should be. Stop worrying about how fast other people are going and start thinking about how can I move forward right now with what I have because things aren't going to go perfectly. You're not going to follow your plan all the time. The difference between people who are successful and people who are not is literally just that resilience to keep going even when things don't go according to plan. So I hope this was helpful for you and I hope that you get a moment in the next few days to sit down and do this reset because I promise you it will change the game for your weight loss, especially if you do these every month. Thank you so much for listening and I will see you in the next episode.